This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. I'm so happy you're here. I'm Sandy Scarlatta. I was born in Virginia Beach and raised in the Baltimore Annapolis area and had very humble and tragic beginnings. And as a result, my life was a hot mess. Thankfully, 33 years ago, I got my act together. And since that time, I have dedicated my life to serving others and raising awareness that no matter what you've been through, you can choose happiness and live the life of your dreams. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a choice, and the choice is yours. Today's episode is amazing, and I am so grateful for you. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to leave a review and follow me on social media at Coach Sandy Scarlatta. Enjoy the show. Don, it's such a pleasure and an honor to have you on my podcast today. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I really appreciate it. Oh, the honor's all mine. Oh, my goodness. How do I say your last name? Goey, just like go in an E. Okay, Goey. You know, and I, I should have asked you that before I hit the record button. And then I was like, no, I don't want to mess this up. But I... I figured that was that was the case. So you're the executive director of the DeMello Spirituality Center. I am, That's, yes. And I love I love this mission. I'm looking at their website. Um, I love everything that they're about, especially happiness is the first thing listed on the menu. <laughs> well, you know, it's a fundamental thing that uh, Anthony DeMello was about. Um, and he... he uh, he really got us in touch with what's going on within us when we're unhappy, when we feel unfulfilled, uh, when we uh, find it difficult to, to, to be at peace with our life the way it is. He, he has yeah. a lot to say about that and a lot to wake us. A, a big part of what he does is to wake us up to some fundamental truths that we're, we're missing. Yeah. For sure. And I want to dive into a lot more about everything that the DeMello Center is doing. And first, I want to hear, what is your story? How did you get to where you are today? And how did you get connected with Anthony DeMello? Well, um, I am in a field that, that is beginning to be called uh, psychospirituality. And it's Ooh. a field in which um, spirituality, and by spirituality, I don't mean religion necessarily, and certainly not excluding religion, but where a, a practical spirituality, practical spirituality, um, and the difference it can make when you, when you integrate it into your everyday life, and how those, those uh, ways of being um, are integrating now very directly with where psychology is at the present time, and also where neuroscience is at the present time. Um, and a large part of that has to do with the discovery that, um, that a large part of the distress and neurosis and unhappiness 
and difficulty that we experience in life has a lot to do with the way our brain got wired. And the way our brain got wired has a lot to do with past traumas, particularly childhood traumas um, yep. that wired us for kind of hyperactive fight, flight, or freeze reactions. Uh, the brain's fear center, the amygdala, can really take over and hijack, you know, our reason, uh, our left brain that provides positive emotions. And so it was discovered in neuroscience that those neurocircuits that the past and the, the way in which we're socialized into our culture, which tends to socialize us to be externally focused, seeing our happiness is out there. Um, also to, to be more fear-based, more shame-based in the way we approach ourselves and we, we approach our lives, that those, those are hardened circuits within our brain and, and they can be rewired. They can mm -hmm. be um, quieted down. And it turns out the way in which those are quieted down is through the application of basic spiritual principles that the kind of principles that we follow that allow us to be at peace, to be to, to not be in conflict with what is, as most people are a lot of the time, to see our fulfillment as something internal rather than something that comes to us out of some outward success that we have, to, to be loving, to be kind, to be open, um, very open-minded. Those kinds of simple spiritual principles actually have a profound effect on the brain, and they can actually take a brain that's been wired for a life of, of stress and anxiety and depression and unhappiness, generally speaking, um, and rewire those circuits to open the way to the life that we were born to live, which is a, a happy life, a fulfilled life. So much in that, everything that you just said. And I've been doing a lot of studying and, and a lot of work on myself the past few years um, dealing with the childhood trauma because everything is based around that, I believe. And I, I believe that most people, you know, everybody has a childhood trauma, whether it's, you know, being bullied or, you know, and that, not, not to, not to make the, any light, not to make any light of being bullied, you know, gloss that over because it's bad, or it could be as severe as, you know, a death of a loved one, you know, that, that could be cause tragedy or abuse, you know, all of those things. And I think that it's great to hear that there's a lot more studies being done on that. And you're starting to hear more about it, that, that there are ways around and to deal with, you know, those things, because what I've learned, and I'll, I'll, I want to be, I'm interested to get your take on this, which is why I started going down this rabbit hole is I'm learning about how to change the vibrational energy around some of the, the childhood traumas that we experience, because until you clear up that energy and rewrite it, like you were saying, it's just going to show up in other ways. What, what is your take on that? Well, you know, the thing that we, you're, you're absolutely right that, you know, life bangs us around. One, no, nobody escapes it. And, right. um, you know, being a human being is not for the faint-hearted. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and, you know, studies show that a billion children a year uh, experience 
some degree and usually pretty severe degree of abuse, whether it's mm-hmm. uh, um, physical, sexual or or emotional abuse. A billion children a year. You know, right now, what's the count on um, on COVID? 600, 600 a million people have been affected by it. Well, almost twice as many children in this very year are going to be affected by a childhood trauma. And um, they're going to eventually have to confront it at some point in their life because it, it really does affect the quality of a person's life. It makes us fearful. It makes us depressed. It makes us suspicious. It makes us withdraw from love relationships. It, it uh, has us uh, functioning from a place of shame, uh, not feeling good enough. And so, you know, waking up is begins with the understanding that we human beings actually have two natures and they're in conflict with each other. Uh, the second one blocks the first one. Our first nature is given. It's the one that we were born with. That's not, it naturally engenders a state of fulfillment, a state of happiness, a state of inner peace, a sense of wonder, of innocence, of joy, um, of freedom, of con- you know connection. And our second nature is learned. It's not natural at all. And it's dominant in most people. And it's the way that we are socialized to see the world and ourselves in distorted ways that block the free expression of our first nature. And this programming, as I said, it wires right into the brain. It wires in the form of stress and fear and shame. And it hardens into the fear of failing at whatever level, you know, the fear of failing at at your life's calling, fear of failing in your relationships, fear of failing in the things that matter to you. Um, And that fear of failing can even plague you when uh, you're succeeding at life. Uh, You know, the Tony Robbins, the the great life coach, he says success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And so, you know, at least it's this endless pattern of seeking outer success believing, you know, it's going to bring a time of inner fulfillment when we can finally relax and enjoy life along with our successes and waking up is seeing that fulfillment doesn't work that way. We don't acquire fulfillment. We don't acquire happiness, not that constant, enduring, joyful, unshakable kind. And the reason why is because we have it already. It's already in our nature. Um, and so we have to, to come back into understanding that and begin to, to, to allow that to be illuminated within us. And that's what um, Anthony Mel is all about. You know, the thing he's putting out to people is that um, the fact that it's really hard to find a completely happy person out there in the world. If you, if you do the math on some of the research, it's only about 4% of people. Mm-hmm. And again, the irony is, we were born happy. We were born free. Yeah. You know, we were born with this yeah. lovely open heart that you see in children that stress and fear so easily close. We're born gifted of immeasurable worth. But, you know, again, we don't feel good enough. And there's this divinity of joy within us and surrounding us. It's there to make life meaningful, make it beautiful and rich. But we become blocked from seeing it. DeMello uh, says it's as if we've been hypnotized to see what's not there and not see what actually is there. 
Um, and so, you know, we're, we're sort of, our mind, our fearful thoughts, our upsets, our, our, uh, the way we're locked into the past, it paints us into a really tight corner. And, you know, we look out from that corner and what we see is a threatening world. And very often it's not even there except in our mind. Yeah, for sure. So I was just um, on a call earlier today with a client of mine, a coaching client of mine. And we, we were talking about how people are always striving for happiness or, you know, the pursuit of happiness. When in reality, it's like you said, it's already there. And here, and, and this is what I said to him, because I feel like this is what people are conditioned by society, right? They make people wrong for feeling anger, for getting frustrated. Um, and, and when we're told that, you know, being angry is, is bad, you end up making yourself wrong and you just are like, you know, oh, I'll never be happy if this is how I am. When in reality, the happy science has shown us that the happiest people are the people that can express experience and feel a full range of emotions. Yes. And it's okay. It's okay to get upset. It's okay to feel frustrated. It's okay to be angry. It's how you react to it, right? You know, there's more to it than that. And I feel like if people would just let themselves off the hook, be like, it's okay. Sit in those emotions, deal with it and move on and get back to your happy place. Like it, yeah. you can achieve it. It's sort of worse than that. You know, I mean, it, it's not that society uh, turns around and uh, criticizes you for being upset for most of the time what people are don't even realize what they're upset for is they're they're upset for having been hoodwinked by society you know society stamped into them the belief that happiness and self-worth are found out there in the world and if they work long and hard enough and they put their nose to the grindstone and they keep their head down success is going to come and out of that happiness and fulfillment are going to follow and, you know, right. we've all swallowed that. And then 10, 20, 30 years into it, we realize that success, you know, it's come, but without fulfillment. You know, we're saying, where, where's the fulfillment? And, and we realize we're failing at life. You know, we're really not living. And waking up is a realization that contrary to what society has, you know, stamped into us, has taught us, nothing, absolutely nothing of the world can make us happy. You know, it's not that success, success is unimportant. It is, of course. But, um, you know, realizing your dreams, that's important. But it's not the same as fulfillment. So Fulfillment doesn't come from that. Happiness doesn't come from that. And happiness comes from within us. And the truth is, mm -hmm. there is not a single moment in a person's life when they don't have all they need to be happy. And the only reason they're ever unhappy the only reason I'm ever unhappy is because I'm focusing on what I don't have rather than right. what I have right here and right now. And that, that comes down, that by definition is an attachment. You know, the Buddha said uh, the source of all suffering is attachment. And mm -hmm. attachment is defined as the belief that without this person or without this possession or without this result or this outcome, I cannot be happy. And so what it what happens is, you know, the world gives with one hand and it takes away with the other and things go up and down. It's a very mercurial world we're in here. 
And, and so if you're depending on the world to give you your happiness, you're going to spend a lot of time emotionally going up and down and up and down and up and down. And so the idea is to break free from that. And, you know, coming back to what you were saying, um, what all this really means is that if it's already in you, you're not broken. You know, you're not some problem that you need to solve. You're not, uh, you're not some, uh, so there's not something wrong with you. You're okay. And if there's a problem, it's the way you were programmed, either by past traumas or by the sick culture that we live in that bombard you through advertisings and movies and everything else to be afraid, to feel at risk, to feel, to keep your, your, you know, looking over your shoulder kind of thing um, and all of that. And, and that you can't be happy until you, you know, grab what it is you're attached to grabbing. And it's all a false belief. And um, we, you don't acquire your happiness or your peace. You have it already. So that's what it means. And the belief that, you know, so many people have the belief happiness is waiting out there in the future for them. Um, and there's always this freedom to be at peace. The thing about it is, is that once you, once you see that, that, that the only reason you're unhappy at this moment is you're focusing on what you don't have. And if you let that go, you drop that attachment, whatever, whatever the moment you might be attached to, if you drop that and you begin to allow yourself to, to feel all the things that are blessing your life, your experience in that moment changes completely. You're in a completely different world. And the world that you're in now is the world that you were born to live in, the world of your first nature. In other words, you've come home to yourself. Where you were before, you were a stranger in a strange land that you're, that the society convinced you that was the place to be. Now you've come home to yourself. And you find that everything that you really want in your life is right there. It's right here, right now. Um, all you have to do really it's to let go of these false beliefs that you're running on yourself, that you've been trained to run on yourself and that, mm -hmm. that society turns around when, when, um, when you do get upset, you know, for, for the unhappiness you're living out of, they blame you for it. Well, you're to blame for it, right? It has nothing to do with the way you're programmed. It has everything to do with the way you're programmed. And as far as all those upsetting uh, feelings and emotions that we carry, it's so important, as you were saying, to embrace them, to allow them, not to necessarily give in to them. Not, you have to be careful to watch the story that mm -hmm. they turn into, the gloom and doom that That's they can right. turn into. But to notice that right now I'm feeling depressed or right now fear is there. And, and to allow it, to allow it to come up and to observe it and to begin to understand where is this coming from? And you will, it, your understanding, your wisdom will bring it in sideways. An example of that is, um, oh, a couple of years ago, uh, I, I, was, I had a great deal of childhood trauma. I had a really brutal stepfather. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he, he convinced me I was, wor was, was worthless. 
a worthless human being. Mm -hmm. And I had to deal with that. And I brought that into my adult life. It caused a great deal of suffering in me. And it caused a great deal of anger that I would project onto other people when I thought that somebody was, um, you know, lining up against me. What I would begin yeah. to see is the memory of my stepfather, and and I would project onto that person with anger, you know, and it got, right. it it made a great deal of unhappiness in my life and a great deal of shame that I had to carry in my life, until I really began to wake up to it by embracing the feelings that were there, by allowing them to be there, by telling myself these feelings are in me. Um, they're not in reality. They're, they're causing me to see reality in a distorted kind of way. And if I sit with them, if I allow them to come up, what I will notice is that they pass because they're illusions and they will pass. And once they pass, they'll pass into this open space called choice. And now I can choose to relax into being what I, what I am which is this first nature, this happier, more at peace, uh, more connected human being that, that I naturally become when, when I move beyond all this programming that's created this distorted sense of who I am. And so this one day, you know, I'm walking down the hallway to, into my office and uh, everything's going quite well, you know, uh, my marriage is wonderful. My work is going well. The books I've written are selling. I mean, I had nothing to complain about. Of course, that doesn't always stop me. But that day, I really honestly <laughs> had nothing to complain about. And suddenly, I, I have this feeling of dread. This is kind of comes over me like a fog, like a gray cloud. And because I was practicing awareness, this willingness to be aware of what I'm feeling and not try to change it into something better or not trying to chase it away um, or not trying to suppress it. I, I allow it to come up. So what I did, I this, I had this feeling of doom, of dread. I went and sat with it. And as I sat with it, you know, it, it got pretty strong. I could really feel it. And I recognized this was nothing new. I'd been feeling this every day of my life. It, it was just unconscious. I really wasn't that aware of it. And then right. kind of that sideways wisdom came in and reminded me of my stepfather and a few of the things that he said to me. And I came to the understanding, how could I not have this experience of dread when I had somebody trying to beat into me that, that I was this worthless human being and i just sat with that for a moment and you know now every time that dread comes up it's it's less and less strong and i don't even need to sit with it anymore it comes up i look at it it's sort of like if you're walking down a a, a city street and you see this dark alley where you hear that people who go down that dark alley get beat up every time. And you look down that dark alley and you go, I, I think I'm not going to choose to go down that dark alley. I think I'll st stay out here in the sunshine. <laughs> well, it, it, it becomes like that. It, you know, there's a kind of grace that comes in and heals and shifts it for you. But like you were saying, it's important to be willing to get in touch with those feelings, those negative feelings, not to judge yourself or blame yourself for them, 
but just allow them. See what they have to tell you about some of the pain you, you've been living with and allow them just to be there. You're reminding yourself, this, this uh, is in me. This does not, my, my, this is not reality. You know, actually my reality is really pretty good like it was for me that day. And just allow it to pass. And when it passes, ask yourself in that moment of freedom, uh, what do, how do I choose to be in this moment? I didn't, you know, and you know, it, it's who isn't going to choose in that moment of freedom to choose to be free, to choose to be happy, to choose to be open, mm. to choose to see how blessed they are in their lives and to feel good about it. Who isn't going to do that? And the more you do it, the well, easier it becomes to make that shift. It almost becomes automatic, which it, is enlightenment, right? Right. And that's, I mean, my gosh, you just said so many amazing things. And, and really what I wrote down is, you know, perception, because in that moment you're choosing differently and that's, you know, it's a choice. You always have a choice as to whether or not or how you're going to view a certain situation and then gratitude, you know, and, and, and just expressing the gratitude of that experience. But I will also want to point out because I feel like, you know, while everything that you and I are talking about today is pretty simple. Yes. Right. This isn't, it's not hard. Yes, that's very true. It's not easy, but it's just, it's very simple. And I think, and, and I always, I keep, I'm so glad I was on a friend of mine's podcast and one day I got this package in the mail and I, I opened it up and I have it right here for a reason because it comes up so often. And it is, he, he quoted something that I said and sent it to me and it's in order to grow, we have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's what you're talking about. And it's not easy. And I think that's why so many people, I don't, I'll put that back in a minute, why so many people are not willing to take that extra step because it's uncomfortable. It feels icky. It's, it's just, oh, you know, you, they don't want to go there. That's right. And if you practice it the way you were describing and you make that choice and you're expressing your gratitude, it feels good and it's going to get easier, you know, and that's how we grow. I, and, and I'm so, I'm so blessed and so grateful for people like you coming onto my podcast to really share their stories because we're getting the message out there, right? Yeah. That you can do this. Oh, anybody can do it. You're right. You gotta, yeah. um, you gotta be, willing to sit in the, sit in the fire. Um, and th there's, yeah. you know, nobody can do it for you. That's the first thing you got to understand. Nobody, nobody at all can do it for you. Those emotions, um, emotions of fear, emotions of shame, uh, feeling depressed, feeling stressed. Um, we go through them all day long. And uh, depending on circumstance, and, and if we're we're um, really looking for circumstance, looking for our salvation in, in a set of circumstances, um, we're going in and out of frustration all the time because circumstances change. You know, things. What is that song of Sinatra? You're riding high in April, you're shot down in May. Uh, so <laughs> you begin to feel like you're a victim of circumstances. Why won't circumstances cooperate with me? Well, they never will. And so well, then where am I going to find that peace and happiness that I feel missing in my life? Uh, a life in which, you know, stress rules. 
and the and 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 out of that stress, out of that anxiety, I become reactive. I project my pain onto other people, and then I then I feel even worse. Then then I end up, you know, hating myself, and it goes on and on, in and out, you know. And um, sometimes, you know, when you talk like this with people, it it, it sounds sounds so dire and people might say um you know i'm not like that i don't need to wake up you know i'm not i don't fit the description you're giving me and i i say to people uh, do you ever get upset do you ever get stressed do you ever worry do you, are you ever anxious do you get offended by people do you get your feelings hurt are you um are you always seeking someone else's approval or or feeling really upset at a at an insult that you might have per perceived you know are you ever feel like life has no point and i don't know a person who can't say yes to one and, and if not one more than one of those and if that's the case you're suffering and the reason you're suffering is because you've bought into a belief system that's not even true. A belief system that says you can't be with, be happy without things that you're attached to, that you consider so so precious. A uh, belief that happiness is is something that you have to wait for, that is out there, in in the future. That you know happiness will come if you manage to change your situation, uh, with the people in your life or, or or with your situation uh where you live where you work all of that or you know that you can't be happy um until all your desires are fulfilled my mother used used to say that you know when my ship comes in then i'll be happy well if, you know her <laughs> there was no ship and there was she was waiting for something <laughs> that, that, that wasn't going to happen and so only yeah. you can come to um, the willingness to listen to somebody like you and me who are saying to you, look at what you need to do, all you really need to do is to bring into awareness what you're feeling and especially those negative feelings. And yes, at first it'll be uncomfortable because you see them as your enemy. Um, you know, you see them, they, they're causing you to suffer. You don't like them. You want to chase them away. You want to want to suppress them. You know, that, and that, of course you do. You know, there's no question about that. But what we're telling people is that, look, at if you allow them, if you open to them, if you sit with them, if you will be bringing into conscious awareness what's running you unconsciously, because those are the things that are running you unconsciously. Right. And That's as right. you become aware and allow them, and you don't judge yourself for being depressed. You don't judge yourself for being afraid or stressed or whatever it is you're feeling, especially the negative feelings. You don't judge yourself. You and and you don't make any effort to try to change any of it. You know, you don't try to fix anything. You don't try to turn it into anything else. You're just going to sit with it. And you're going to just tell yourself, you're going to take that one step. And then after that, you're going to take the second step. And you're going to look to see if this is really true, that this feeling really is in me. I'm not responsible for having it. I was programmed into this nightmare. Um, 
but I am, I'm responsible for changing it, for transcending it. And so this feeling begin to see, is it really true that this feeling is in me and it's distorting the way I'm seeing the world, that the world, and the way I'm seeing reality, that reality is really not that way. It's really not that dark. It's really not that scary. It's me that's scared. And just to be with it long enough, and if you sit with it for just a few minutes, you will notice it passes. Everything in life passes, especially emotions. Mm -hmm. And it'll pass. Yes. And if, if you just relax into it as it passes, it'll pass into an open space. And now you can choose. Now you can see the power of choice. I can choose to be differently. I, in this open space, I can actually choose to be differently. And the first thing I can choose to do that will make a difference is to see that um, I have everything I need to be happy right here and right now in this moment. That my life, that I can begin to look at the how my life is best, not what I'm missing, but what I have, what I've been given. And then to notice the feeling that comes up in you when 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 you're when you're in that state that state of appreciation that state of gratitude you're in a whole new world and what the mystics are telling us the world you're in is called home you've come home to yourself you've been you've been living in at, at the end of a dark alley and you've been programmed to go down that dark alley over and over again and you've been programmed to blame yourself for doing it and now you're home yeah. and the more you do that the more you understand that 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 is the truth. That's the true you in the true place where you were born to live. It's what Jesus said. Uh, he said that he said, you're surrounded by the kingdom of God, as he called it. I call it the reality of joy. It's you begin to realize it's everywhere. You know, you, you, you work hard and you get up. And the other day I was working really hard and I got up from my desk and I went out to the kitchen and my wife had put a, a um, tulip, you know, it's tulip season. So she put a tulip in a small little beautiful teardrop vase and the sun was shining through the kitchen window onto this tulip. And, and I could actually see that tulip was, was drinking in that sunlight. That tulip, if, if it had had a mouth, it would have been, it would have been smiling. And it was such a beautiful Aww. moment. And those are moments of awakening. And I just let myself be in that moment, you know, and then it was time to go back to work, yeah. you know, and get the, get the job done. And I went back to work, but there was more light in my being when I went back to work. And, and the, yeah. that's what I mean when, when we're in that state, those moments that are happening all the time for us, we're not asleep to them. We're waking up to them all the time because we're waking up to ourselves in this very simple way that begins with feeling the lousy feelings you don't want to feel until they you suddenly realize they turn in to your friend. Like I was describing me walking down to my office that day, feeling that dread and that dread suddenly is this friend of mine tapping me on the shoulder is, you know, there's something here for you to look at that if you look at, you'll get free of. So why don't we go sit down? Now yeah. it's your friend. Now it's yeah. not attacking you. It's serving yeah. you. And that's, and it will turn into yeah. that. It ha I can guarantee you 
it will turn into that because if it's turned into that for me, me who, you know, came out of my childhood full of rage, creating all kinds of problems in my life, if it could turn my life around, it can turn anybody's life around. Mm, I love that. Well, we're almost out of time and I want to talk about ah, your books. Yes. Yeah. I certainly hope that you enjoyed today's interview. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.